I'm Tina Black, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership, a six-month business and leadership course to help you start, maintain, grow, or scale your salon business. We believe there are five strategies to help you eliminate politics and confusion, increase morale, decrease turnover, and increase productivity. If you would like to get on our waiting list for the next course, please go to www.nextlevelsalonleadership.com. The girls know, and they've seen it over the years, the girls that are, you know, the, the people that are doing the best in our salons are the ones that do sell the most take home. And, and how I, how we talk about that in the salon is their, their guests are more educated than everybody else's guests. And they can, they seem to retain clients better if they're giving their full education. Again, it's the full, we talk about it as the full James Anthony experience. Again, it's once again, it's not just about standing behind that chair and doing great haircuts. It's about, you know, the great shampoo experience and why we use that shampoo and what the benefits will be and the conditioner and every styling product that we use and how we use it and how much we use. And, and this is what it's going to do for you. Um, and, you know, again, that, that full education as to what we do and that really, fuels the take-home sales for sure you know we've been coached by steve and terry for years and years and years and and there's a lot of things you know they, they've got so much in their repertoire of what needs to be done in the salon and sometimes when you first hear it you fight it a little bit because you got to be ready for that part of of a change in your salon when you implement it and so we've implemented so much i'm mean, probably pretty much everything that steve and terry talk about um you know what needs to be done in a salon and that's been a huge huge uh, part of our success too, is being able to be coached, like Tina said, by Stephen Terry and, and Robert Cromings and, you know, um, I love it. Some, some great, great mentors. Yeah, definitely. Everyone needs a coach. A coach needs a coach too, you know, yeah. so, cause you yeah. can't see your blind spots. And, and I love that. How has Amazon affected your sales? I can't say that it really has affected us too much. Um, we'll price match anything that's on Amazon. I think it's kind of, uh, you know, hmm. Steve came out with a, you better than a click. Um, and I loved when he, when he said that, uh, and when he did that little class on, are you better than a click? Because we are better than a click. You know, when you go on Amazon, they're not going to give you that education. Do you know you're purchasing the right products? Um, and so we do still get the customers to come up with their cell phones, you know, after you've made that great recommendation and they love the way their hair feels. And then they come up to the take home area and they're taking pictures of the product. And we've trained our girls at that point. Say, you know what, if you're going to, if you're going to try to find that in Amazon, um, that's great, but know that we'll match any price on Amazon. And when you purchase it here, you're taking it right home. And you're also supporting small business within the community, which is so important for so many people today. And we're very vocal, uh, both with our voice. And also we have different things around the salon that say, you know, the reason it's important, why it matters to us that you support us and you shop local and you trust your hairstylist and, um, you know, that your stylist plus the product equals knowledge and, um, so that makes a difference too. We're very, very vocal about the reason that you should support local and, and why it makes a difference. I mean, we, you know, we're so involved with our community and uh, in Oak Park and the River Forest area, which is where we are at. I have to say they are a very community driven area. And so they love nothing more than to support and see the team rise and the business rise. And so um, we have a lot of that, which is great. And so we're not shy about, listen, these are, you have to support us. Like if you don't support us, then 
the way we support your children's baseball teams and, you know, we support a local drive or, you know, we come out and, and do all of that. This is your turn now to show us all that love because it, it's a difference between a family make, you know, being successful and, and living out what they need to live out and, and not. So um, again, I think that COVID was one of the things that drove it home for us. Like, we need to get out there and say why it's important. And, and we have, and, I, and that's what I think has made the difference for us for sure. So Sean and I, we do a six month business and leadership course for salon leaders as well as salon owners, right? And so we're going through it right now. And I wanna just do some rapid fire with you guys because this is something that you never really graduate from this course that we do. It's a six month course and it's the five strategies of a healthy business. So meaning to get you to those numbers that you were talking about right and so I want to kind of hear from you you know what have you done or what are you doing now right to work in each of these areas so I'll tell you what areas they are one at a time so the first month we spend on foundation and interesting enough um, you know we talk a lot about in our palmetto schools what's made us so successful is our foundation because our culture makes us unique right and so you know our schools kind of train us like this is how you run any business right and so if it's not written down it's not a system but then we walk into salons many salons and they really don't have any systems in writing you know i was just talking to a salon owner today that was doing a salon meeting with a bunch of salons and and he's going through our course and he said I asked them about their written values or values that they have. And he said it was crickets. Not one person had any written down values. And, and so in our companies, we, we train our salons to um, train, to create, train, and sustain, right? And so what is the one thing that you've been doing this year to really fix your foundation? And what advice would you give to other salon owners right now? I don't know that we are necessarily fixing. I think that we are adjusting and adapting. Um, and, and I think that we have, like you said, very strong core values. And so one of the things that um, we, when we were talking to Terry Cowan during while we were shut down, um, we said, you know, we're adjusting so much, but at the same time, we don't want to lose who we are. And so it's important to us that at the end of the day, our team, our future team members and our guests still walk into our business and say, this is James Anthony, this is Jim and Tina, this is Jenna who works at James Anthony, this is Megan, you know? And so our core values are still what they are. I mean, I, I think that um, continue to be kind, have empathy, um, have fun, believe in education, believe in growth, like that's never going to go away. Like we're never not going to do any of those things, but we needed to shift, meaning we needed to understand that a new generation is coming into our world and that they needed something different from us than, than what we were providing before. And so I think that's the key, most importantly, that we've learned. And it's been a you know, as a husband and wife and, and a partnership in business, it's not always easy because I, you know, we, we don't always see eye to eye at the end we come together, but it's like, sometimes I have to prove like, why should we shift it? And he has to prove to me, like, why should we stay the same? Or, um, and so, you know, there's always a, a, a pull. 
how do you say it? A tug and pull? Tug of war. Tug of war. <laughs> um, tug of war. Um, but I, I think that if you always, if you do it for the goodness of the people, no matter who it is, then everything else that you try to implement, the people will stand behind you, right? Because they know that it's it's not for us, you know, it's it's for the goodness of what's to come out for everybody that's involved who joins us or whether that's a guest or whether that's a team member. Yeah, I love that. It's a constant create, train, sustain. Create, absolutely, sustain. absolutely. I, that's, that's never going to go away. I mean, never. We hit how yeah. long he's been in the industry, how long I've been in the industry. It's never going to go away. I mean, every time we went to summits, I mean, what was it? Like, it wasn't that the whole wheel was reinvented. It was, okay, this is what we're doing really well. This is what we need to work on. And so, and that's, I think, what we continue to do. I love that. And, you know, I, like you said, you never graduate from it. You have to constantly adjust and adapt. And for us, it's really, it's working on this take-home piece. So I'm so glad you shared with us because I'm learning so much from you already that we're going to shift. But something that I love that you said, the full James Anthony experience, and I bet you you don't leave that for chance. I bet you it's in writing, you practice the dialogue, you go over and over and over it. And that's why your take-home sales are still high and you're doing incredible numbers. And so for us, that's what's broken for us, part of our foundation. So we need to fix that part of it and come up with, you know, like some real solid systems to be able to help it to grow. And, and Hey, we might adapt it next year and that's fine. You know, I make the rules and I break the rules. That's what I tell our salon leaders, you know, we have that opportunity to constantly adapt and shift. So that's the first month is on foundation. The second month we focus on fixing our leadership right? And so we always talk about the law of the lid, you know, and, and people are attracted uh, to who you are as a leader, right? People don't quit companies, they quit people. And so there's, you never graduate from building your own leadership. So how would you say that you've, what's your biggest strength that people can learn from with your leadership? And what is an area that you're working on? So we'll start first with you, Jim. Um, sustainability. Um, you know, we've been around for a long time and, and letting them know if they follow the systems that we have in place and talk about a, an employee manual, you know, we did do that for a long time where everything that, you know, our business ran out of everything that was in our head. And then we put a, a manual together. And once we put that manual together, things became much easier because you couldn't say, well, you know, this is the way we do it. Well, you know, we talked about that, but now they have a copy of our manual and our manual has evolved into I think it's about 55 pages, you know, for a little hair salon. It kind of is amazing to me. But everything that we do from start to finish um, in the salon is a reflection of what our manual reads. And, and there's no excuses at this point, you know, because we go through the manual as a team every year. Uh, everybody signs off on it that they've, uh, that they've heard it. We actually read it. This is the first year we didn't read it in a group. Um, but we'll typically, everybody will read a couple of pages. We'll sit, you know, sit around the salon and everybody reads it and then signs it and any questions throughout any changes, you know, where they're talked about at that point, but it, again, it, um, what's your strength as a leader it's, and my, my strength as a leader, mm -hmm. um, I love that. great magic. I like to kind of just, you know, I like to come into the salon. I like to have fun with the team. I like to sit down with them. I, I, I like the numbers, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about how they can be better. Uh, with the numbers, um, you know, by, by the numbers, the numbers are in place to influence the behaviors. And um, so I like to keep, 
everybody abreast of what their numbers are. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, just being being there <laughs> to really help them lead them, you know, and, and share with them. And I love what you said earlier too, Jim. You said you're willing to have the tough conversations, right? So as a leader, like you can't shy away from wanting to have tough conversations. You know, we have we have like a whole generation of leaders out there right now that want to be friends with their team members. You know, it's okay to be friendly, but you can't be friends, you know? And so leading numbers can be a tough situation, right? So being able to do that. So how about you, Tina? What would you say that you've done uh, that's incredible with your leadership? And what are you doing right now to fix your leadership and to continue to grow your leadership? I think our team members can rely on me to be the support and to, to help get things done. So once it comes to me, they they know that, okay, we're going to, it's going to happen. Like things are, are going to be implemented or, you know, things are, are going to change. Um, they also, I've never been a, a, a person that um, from when I, from when I was younger, like I, I don't like bullying. I don't like, um, you know, chatter in the salon and gossip or anything like that. So I'm very, I'm pretty strict about that in the salon. Like there's, there's none of that allowed. And so it creates a, a, um, a zone of safety for everybody. And, and they know that if there is a challenge that it can be talked about and discussed and it will be put to rest and that's it. Um, so as much as I'm their friend, um, they also know that when, if I'm having a conversation with you, that it's, it's serious and that they do take it to heart. So, um, so I think that that's my strength. Um, I think what I'm continuously working on is because I rely on Jim, uh, for the numbers, for me to really be a little bit more involved with the numbers and, and understanding that. So I understand them and I, I know what's expected. Um, he leads with numbers and then I lead with actions. So meaning they'll break, he'll break the numbers down for the team. And then I'm like, okay, this is because I'm behind the chair this is how you look at one guest. Like when you look at one guest, what are your opportunities with that guest? How much can we do? How much can our guest experience? And, and I think that there's a trust level there because I do it every day right along with them. And so I think I have that, but I'm always continuously working on that because I don't want to hide behind the, I'm also a salon owner and I'm also a leader and I'm also a coach. And, um, I, I want them to know that it is hard and I get it. Like you can't do the numbers that he expects all the time. Um, but if you follow the system and you try, then it'll be okay. I think that one thing that Tina does so beautifully is she does, she leads by example. Yeah. She does what we're asking them to do. And, and again, we, you know, we've gotten really, really careful. Tina says the numbers that I expect, um, and I guess we do, we do expect a certain performance out of each one of our stylists. But again, those, I'm really, really careful talking about dollars with the younger generation now because the younger generation is not driven by the dollar. So it's about making sure that our team follows our systems because if the systems, if they follow the systems, the dollars are just going to happen. Yeah. So, really kind of, so we've kind of really don't talk about dollars too much with the younger generation coming up uh, because they just, hmm. I've seen it. I've seen it, it can even turn them off. Um, you know, if you talk about, which, which is kind of amazing to me, you know, when does a little bit of thing about that, you know, how many of you guys like money? Okay, half, half the people raise their hands, you know, how many of you people, 
But everybody, you know, it's kind of a funny thing, even though they're this generation, the generations are not dollar driven. They all still love the Louis Vuitton purses and, you know, they all the, the, the Louis Vuitton shoes and, you know, they all like all that stuff, but they're not driven by the dollar. Well, that all takes some pretty serious money to, to live that kind of a lifestyle. <laughs> to, to maintain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's really incredible. And I love it. I know uh, we've been working with some salon owners on this, uh, really training up the next leader to talk the numbers so that the owner is talking more about the personal stuff and things that to grow their uh, leadership, to grow their personal lives, whatever they want with their dream boards, right? So we've been kind of working on that too. And I love that you talked about example because, you know, how do you lead? Wynn always said there's three ways by example, by example, by example, you know, so how many times have you seen a leader that says you have to be on time, but that leader is not on time. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> you, know, like, you can't lead that way. And, and so again, you know, it's not by what you say, um, people do what people see, not right. people don't do what people say. And so I think that's incredible. What, what kind of things have you learned through that, Tina? Um, I know my daughter, she's a great example in that area because she's my business partner. And then we have salon partners in each of our salons as well, too. And, and we're always working on that, you know, like, okay, what's that area of weakness that you have right now? And some of them will say, you know, being on time. You know, that's one of their areas of weaknesses, you know, some of the leaders and it's like, okay, well, do we want this to be a non-negotiable or not? Like, do we right. want to pull this off the table? You know, cause if, if you're not doing it, then there's no way we can hold other people accountable to it. So, so what do you want? What do you guys really want? So Tina, what have you uh, done in that aspect in some areas that you've struggled with? I think it's, Honestly, it's going to sound crazy, but it's, it's almost like self-talk, <laughs> um, you know, self-positive talk. And, and sometimes, you know, there's, there's always a committee in my head, you know, and, and they're always having meetings at inappropriate times. And so it's telling my, <laughs> it's telling my face to, um, to be upfront. A lot of times I found myself having the conversations that I wanted to have with the team member in my head, you know, and, and I, I said, I, I can't do this. Like, I can't continue to expect something to change when I'm really frustrated with you yet I'm more frustrated with you in my head but to your face I'm like oh it's okay you know so I, I think that really um putting it out there that listen I'm frustrated with you right now like I I'm really trying to understand what your actions mean and and I don't want to assume that they mean something that maybe you didn't intend so let's talk it out so I, I'm really working on that I said you know I'm going to be 42 this week <laughs> Um, and as, as, a woman, thanks. <laughs> as, a, as a woman, I think I'm learning to be more assertive with my time and with my energy, with my energy. And, and that includes for sure, you know, the biggest part of it is, is, um, at work and, and that I have to be more comfortable in, in saying things that I want and that I expect instead of always trying to it's okay. It's okay. And do it myself and do it myself. And so I'm always going to continue to work on that. Um, but I think that I've gotten better at that. Hey everyone. I'm Sean Chido, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership. Thank you for joining us today and be sure to check us out at nextlevelsalonleadership.com. Mm -hmm.